Okay, so we are talking about the second part of the podcast on preaching slash speaking tips, how we prep, how we do different things. You know, one of the things I found to be extremely helpful, John, is a free app called Talk Timer. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times they'll be like, you have a confidence monitor up there. It is going to count down from 35 minutes and then nobody starts the clock. You are 10 minutes into your message. It's still saying 35 minutes. You begin to panic. You don't know how long you've been speaking for and you're trying to talk and yet your whole brain is saying, oh my gosh, am I out of time? Has my time, you know? So I have just gone ahead and preempted that and I have an app on my phone. I started as I get up. I know exactly how much time and at five minutes it goes white and red it's normally black with white numbers and then it goes white and red it is called talk timer it is a preacher's best friend I always have it because you know you want to end strong and if you just run out of time you will not end strong how you start and how you end are the most important Important things things of your message and let's let's just really make this clear um because I want to go back speaking preaching let's say preaching, is serving. And it's very important that if you feel the call of God in your life to preach, that you understand that where it all begins is serving. If you look at Elisha, he served Elijah. If you look at Timothy, he served Paul. If you look at John Mark, he served Paul and Barnabas. If you look at all these disciples, they were serving Jesus. And when your leader, the one that you're serving, sees that it is time for you to move forward, that's when they launch you out into doing what you're called to do. And yeah, so, yeah, I, I love and, that. And, and I just, because, you know, Lisa, I, I just know that sometimes people can say, oh, I've got the call of God in my life. I should be preaching in your pulpit. No, no. If there's a call of God in your life, watch how God raises you up. But you got to get into the track of getting raised up. And that track is just serving. You know, and, and I love that you say that. And, and yet I do think sometimes with the women, it's a little harder because yeah. I don't think they're ever even on. I mean, they can be on that track for 35 years and they're not going to ever get into the pulpit track. You know, at, at our home church, I actually went to our pastor and I said, hey, I I really feel like there's some girls that the hand of God is on their life to minister. And I said, would you mind if I poured into them? And, you know, I talked to them um, about, you know, about what that would look like. Well, they they all, you know, I said, I, I see this on your life. And they said, absolutely. And then I sat down with them and I, I talked to them about that they needed to be themselves. They needed to find out what their strengths were in communications. And then I assigned them something to speak on. They, they each, you know, we're under a topic about bravery. And each of them picked a different woman in the Bible who was brave, and they unpacked that. And, you know, and John, it was really great because I listened to their messages and I was able to give them feedback. I don't even know how much I would have appreciated that as a young leader. So if you're going to get up and preach or anywhere you got to be willing to take some feedback. You've done that for me. You used to, because you knew I was so scared. You'd just be like, oh, you were wonderful. You were wonderful At, afterwards. And then uh, two weeks later, I'd get ready to do it again. You're like, perhaps this time it might be better if you didn't say that or you did do that. And I really found that to be invaluable. And I think there's a lot of people that they want the pulpit, but they also have to understand it's a, it's a position where you need to honor you need to honor the church that you're in, and you need to be able to take feedback. And so let's let's talk about um, right now, Lisa. What you know, how important preparation is. Preparation is not just studying out a message. Preparation is spending time in the presence of God 
for days, months, years. And, you know, God does not want us to speak to people's heads. Mm-hmm. He wants us to speak heart to heart. In other words, the word of God should come flowing out of our heart because it is a part of our being. Okay. John the Apostle said, That which we've handled, that which we've touched, that what we've seen, this is what we declare to you. What John was saying is, How Jesus has become so clear to me, that is what I've declared. Paul says, my gospel. What he's saying is, this is the good news of what God has done in my life. And everybody has that, right? I mean, everybody has their gospel. It's that touch point where God did something amazing in their life, and it becomes their gospel. It becomes their witness. And you know, God knows how to form that in us. I, I look at my life message. You know, I believe... We have thousands of sermons, but we have one message. And, I, and, and God does this. And my life message is the fear of the Lord. And, of course, I want to make sure everybody understands this. To fear God isn't to be scared of God. It's to be terrified to be away from him. But I'll, I'll never forget how God formed that in me. Here I was still a little insecure, copying other ministers. And, 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 and you know, it's all right to that, model that's after okay other, how people start at the right. beginning. Right. But then you have to find your stride, how mm-hmm. God wants mm-hmm. you to be com- a, a communicator. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went into a church. I, we had only been on the road for maybe a year or two maybe, and and I, I spoke on the fear of the Lord because God was showing me how it was such a blessing. I remember you know? I was pregnant with Arden. Yeah, yeah. so, so it's, the, it's the beginning of wisdom, it's the beginning of understanding, it's the beginning of an intimate relationship with God, and I remember, you know, this was a, a, a big one of the bigger churches I spoke at, and the guy got up and corrected me. Honey, he was yelling from the front row the whole time you were preaching. It was so uncomfortable for me as your wife you would say something he'd be like that's not right that's not right do you remember that oh, I, it was well that was the was, second night it was yeah. traumatic yeah. and but but i remember what it caused me to do is the next day i went out to a construction site in that city and i remember crying out to god and i'm not talking about just saying crying out is a term i'm saying i literally had a heart gut cry and I was out there yelling, God, I've hurt your church. I'm so sorry. You know, because this was a seasoned pastor. He had a church of, I think it was almost a thousand people. And I, I I just said, God, I'm so sorry. And I didn't feel God's correction. I felt his pleasure. And out of that cry that morning, God started opening up the fear of the Lord. And if if you you know, you I don't I don't have to sit down and say, Oh, I gotta prepare a message on the fear of the Lord, because It's years and years and years of God opening up Scripture to me constantly and constantly. So out of that which I've touched and tasted and handled, I have proclaimed. And that's what you want to find. I mean, you're the same way in in, in many, many areas, in in women, in women. I don't even need to say it, but but yeah, you don't have you don't have to tell my my well, son. Well, I would like to hear how did that happen with you? Because Uh, Lisa, you you get up behind a pulpit now, and you're just magnificent. Well, we are so sweet. Um, but you know what? I, I had to be me. And I do remember you tried to help me because, we, you know, back in the day, we didn't have a whole lot of people to pattern ourselves after. And I do remember I tried to I tried to be you or I tried to be something else. And I had to be me I, because I, could, I couldn't remember how to be anybody else but me. And I think a lot of people need to have permission that, you know, God isn't angry about your personality. He actually made you the way you are. And he works with and through your personality. And your personality is much more... Um, 
organized than mine, disciplined, <laughs> logical. I can be really random. I know that John is out there in different services and watched me and thought, she's lost. She will never find her way back to a scripture. He, she has gone on some rabbit trail. And sometimes it is hard for me to get back. But, you know, the truth is um, everybody has a different a different style. And pe- all of those things are good. All those things are good. And, you know, you're talking about preparation, John. And, and you know, I, I recently had... Um, some, a young man shared a story with me about that he was talking to some of his friends and, and they were discussing, you know, they're all feel called of God. And, and he was like, so, you know, what are you reading? You know, what are you reading right now? What are you reading in the word of God? What are you reading in books? And, and the young men uh, responded to him, well, I'm, I'm actually not reading my Bible or any books right now. Right. I'm doing is I'm just trying to write a message. And I, I, he, he was in shock and I was in shock. You know, how do you write a message outside of the word of God? How do you write a message outside of the message? And so, you know, I would say to anybody and everybody, preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. If you can't figure out what to preach, just get up and read the Bible, you know, because you can be expository, but you need to be scriptural. And we, uh, you know, we're we're living in a culture and a time right now where people want to be cute. They want to be smart. They want to be relevant. They want to be funny. But if we are not scriptural, we're going to give an answer to God on how we took that that entrustment of influence and misused it. Yeah, and, and and Lisa, you brought up an excellent point. And Paul's final words on this entire planet he, that he wrote was 2 Timothy chapter 4. And what did he say? That young man of God preached the word. Why? Because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And so... And it's alive. It's it's what's actually going to stay with him is, is the word of God. You know, um, John, I love that you and I, be, you know, we're not pastors. We you know, um, but we get to go to all different types of churches. What, how do you feel like that's enriched your life? Well, you know, what it's done is shown me the beautiful variety of the body of Christ. I, I've, I've gone to denomination, denominational churches like Methodist, like Episcopal. I've been in those churches and spoken, and then I've been in your, your evangelical churches. I've been in the charismatic, even the Pentecostal, Mm -hmm. the Baptist. And what it's done is shown me a broad spectrum. I remember when I was sitting around the table with the guys that focus on the family, they had asked, me to speak at one of their conferences. And I remember sitting there and gleaning so much from these guys. And I said, you know, it's really a sad thing that people have allowed like spirit filled to be separated from evangelical and why we can't realize that we know in part and we prophesy in part. I have learned so much from you guys today. And that was such a great meeting. I remember, I I remember it so well. And you know, Lisa, I, I, I just love the variety. I love the variety that God has all these different types of preachers. I'll get up and, and listen to a guy named Red, Reggie Dabbs or Chris Hill and or, or a woman you know named John Lisa Gray. Bevere. Or John, John Gray. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, I, I just sit there in awe how amazing of communicators they yeah. are. But yet they're so different. Yeah. And, and it's like God, you know, you, this magnificent God who's created all these trees and all these animals and all this universe— you mean he can't have variety in the way his message is proclaimed, but there's one common thread, and you said it. The word it's of God. It's the word of yeah, God. We and love the Tim Keller. We love Tim Keller. Yep. And we love Jensen Franklin. We lo- we love Brian Houston and Bobby Houston, totally Chris Kane. We like all these Joyce Joyce Smart. Right. We like you know Joyce is a no nonsense practical, but she's going to talk about the word, and and that is the end of the day, the level that we have to have. We have 
to preach the word because that is what gives people a foundation and stabilization and the ability to discern between truth and air and what is soul and what is spirit. And, you know, and so, also dependency on the Holy Spirit because yeah. Paul made it clear the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, Jesus, you, you don't see him publicly preaching. You know, until, I mean, he's, yeah, discussing with the, until he gets baptized with the Spirit at the River Jordan. You see the apostles waiting for the the commanded promise to come. And when those guys, when the Spirit of God came on their lives, now they're proclaiming. And so, you know. With great boldness. They weren't just just reading with hesitancy. I, before, every time I get up to speak, before I speak, I pray, Holy Spirit. And I pray this every time. I can't do a thing without you, but thank you that you're with me. And and he's with every person. If you called upon the name of Jesus and you've asked God, God, give me the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's in you. Don't let somebody tell you you're not filled with the Spirit if you don't speak in tongues. If you ask the Father for the gift, the gift that Peter talks about, the gift they talks about throughout the New Testament, you're filled with the Spirit. Now depend on him. Rely on him. Ask him to be your partner when you step up in that pulpit and do it together because he, without him, we're nothing. You know, he's the person of the Godhead who's here right now on the earth. And just as those guys look to Jesus for direction when they walked with him on the earth, we as ministers, we should be looking to the Holy Spirit to help us in everything we do to build the kingdom of God. That's a great place to end it. I think that's awesome. And, you know, so if you are feeling that these are words of wisdom and we have done it wrong and we have tried to hope that you do not make the same mistakes we made. So you can keep in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We love to hear your feedback. We want to make sure these podcasts are building your life and building the call of God on your life. Hope you have an amazing day.